Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod. Now, a little while back, we made a call for unique musicians everywhere to get in touch. And one that really stuck out was this one, both in terms of vision and scope of what we heard and just the kind of strangeness of it all, to be honest. And we heard this one release called The Management of Forest Affairs, a cinematic sci-fi musical adventure telling a story of, well, a forest and the administration of it. We seem a bit odd behind it. Uh, there's been another release since called Ain't No Grave, which sits wonderfully among discography of sort of trap, industrial, but I get a bit of prog and rock in there as well. So we'll talk about that in a little while. So who is this enigmatic artist I'm talking about? I'm talking about Hollow Frames, or more specifically, Theodore, who is here to talk with me today about what's going on musically, what aims it's got coming up, and yeah, how the musical life is going down with a little baby as well. So how are you doing, Theodore? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, we'll touch on, uh, we, we both explained off air that our kids might interrupt the podcast. <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes. But you're managing to settle in okay two months in. Yes, yes, I, I am. Yes. Are you finding much time for music? Um, well, uh, these days, um, not a lot. Um, I do uh, find uh, time here and there to continue uh, rehearsing. Um, you know, my, my instrument, guitar mainly. Um, yeah, I rent a, a place here in Berlin, um, and so I go there once a week and then um, find some time uh, during the week at home as well. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, um, yeah, um, I guess I've been also jamming with a couple of musicians. I'm trying to form or join a project here um, that's... Uh, uh, you know, performing and recording. So I've been meeting some folks and uh, jamming now and again. Not very actively, you know. You're right because of the of the newborn, but um, but we are managing to get uh, some some music time in Excellent. whenever I can. Excellent. That's wonderful. Um, so it seems like you've got a sort of spread of stuff you're working on already. But first off, what sort of we got in touch about and what we connected to you through was Hollow Frames. Now I have. Mm -hmm tried to define hollow frames myself but it was difficult <laughs> so my first question to you is define hollow frames for me what is it about this sort of musical project and how would you describe the sound because it's it is quite hard to pinpoint mm. uh yeah so uh sure uh so hollow frames is just the name of my solo project um a name under which i put out my personal musical uh, compositions, um, albums, uh, singles, and what have you. Um, it's also a collaborative project. Um, you may have noticed that, um, well, I'm not a singer myself, so I end up uh, collaborating with a lot of musicians for um, for the uh, for singing, you know, on, on the tracks that I 
uh, produce. So um, I, I've put out a couple of albums and, um, y- you know, each song has a different kind of voice on, on, on them. Mm. Um, a lot of these, uh, the, these folks that I reach out to are just people, you know, I've met. Um, I'm, I'm new to Berlin somewhat. Um, I moved here from Chicago and uh, when I lived in Chicago, um, I, uh, I was, uh, involved in the music scene there pretty heavily. And so met a lot of really talented, uh, musicians there. And so far, most of my collaborations have been just folks that I've met, f- f- you know, from the Chicago scene mm. that I've uh, come to know and like re and respect, um, their, you know, craftsmanship, like their music and also their, uh, lyricism. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, I've been able to, um, I've been fortunate to collaborate with, um, with a lot of um, my sort of friends and also um, people I really admire mm, uh, in mm. Chicago. Yeah. And um, uh, I mean, these days I've um, moved yeah, to Berlin and now I'm trying to kind of, um, I guess, um, explore and uh, um, figure out um, the music scene uh, here and hopefully um, be involved in some music projects here as well as continuing my, my solo stuff. But, um, you said musically hollow frames, um, what, what, what it's like. Um, uh, well, I mean, I would say that, um, at at the core it's electronic rock. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, all of it is electronically produced and, uh, structure wise, it's, feel wise it's it's rock but um within that there are there are definitely um um, there's there's variety there there you know i have tracks that are more ambient um uh, i have tracks that are more kind of industrial influenced i have tracks that are more um like noise rocky um and uh yeah i have uh, i guess hip-hop feature features on Mm -hmm. some tracks Mm -hmm. um yeah, so it kind of, um, uh, I would say there is there is a variety, but yeah, it's electronic rock at its core. Right? sort of influences them because when Chris and I mentioned this on the podcast a few weeks ago the management of forest affairs we'd listened to and we liked it and we briefly just mentioned it in passing and I remember we sort of picked out the trap elements for sure there was a bit of industrial sort of elements like you said there's quite a bit of noise rock elements in here there's a couple of tracks on here which are almost straight noise rock which I like but we also got this sort of prog influence as well this whole conceptual idea like it's telling a story and going through and there's differences in sort of melodies and changes. What is your sort of musical influence and what has sort of generated this blend of genres? Mm. Um, I guess I would say, uh, yeah, um, heavily influenced by um, sort of industrial music, um, heavily influenced by like just experimental electronic um, 
uh, rock stuff. I really wasn't going for the prog rock no, feel, no, no. Uh, though I, I see how it might uh, people might pick up on that. Um, and it's true, yeah, the album is uh, a concept album. Uh, it's based on a book. Um, and that follows kind of the, the story of the book um, somewhat uh, closely with some you know certain deviations from it. Um, but uh, yeah, um, uh, the, 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 I guess the idea for it, uh, that the idea to make it a concept album was just um, I was living, um, I moved to Berlin. Um, right when the pandemic started, um, mm. so spring of 2020. Uh, and uh, um, at the time, I was just uh, writing some new uh, sketches, new ideas, um, and trying to develop them into into songs and see where this would go. Um, and then I was thinking, like, where, how do I... Um, I guess, how do I link them so that they thematically make sense? Mm. Um, and uh, uh, I picked up this this book by these uh, Russian uh, authors, Soviet-era sci-fi um, authors, um, Arkadyn Boris Strugatsky, um, whose work I've read before, but not this novel. Um, and I picked it up at a, a store here in Berlin and started reading, and it was... Um, the, the the book um is uh, basically and uh, it talks about these two realms right there's the uh, endless seemingly endless uh, forest with mysterious qualities to it and uh on the outskirts stands uh, this administration very kafkaesque type of a bureaucratic um uh, web of uh, just you know the characters get lost and don't know what's going on and just everything's kind of drowns in bureaucracy and the aim of this administration is to basically oversee the uh, the, the affairs uh, affairs of the forest and to study it and to um, uh, in in many ways like exploit um, its um, um, uh, uh, exploit the the, the area. Mm. for its own gain and there was mm. a, there were a lot of these environmental uh, influences the book was written in 1970s mm. um and uh, uh there were there were a lot of these environmental um uh, elements and themes to it and uh um i've been thinking um in a, like up up to that point i've been trying to figure out how to to do something about and talk about the environment because it's a, such a pressing issue and mm. I'm, I have a theory I'm not, I'm not sure really if um, it's uh, I've you know I haven't done any studies but <laughs> uh, but I have this theory that um, I mean there are a, a, like music uh, in general um, tackles on a lot of like social uh, issues um, but there is uh, less music out there that talks about the environment and uh, even though it's a kind of a very pressing uh, thing right now um I, again <laughs> i'm making this claim um as if like <laughs> i haven't done any studies it just seems to me like from what i've been listening to at, at any rate um when i uh, lived in chicago i was um uh, i also um, founder of this this band called radiant devices and that band is very um 
socially con um, the theme of the music is, is a lot about like trauma and um, uh, race uh, uh, faith and um, gender-based violence and trauma as a result of it um, and so we touch on a lot of like social issues there but um, this was a uh, chance for me to talk about the environment which is something that I also kind of um, everybody is uh, anxious about this this right now right mm -hmm. um, and at the time um, I was reading this book and I was uh, exploring uh, this uh, city uh, new a city that's new to me um, where everything was like it was the beginning of the pandemic and um, uh, there were no vaccines and it was new. Everybody was kind of scared. Uh, yeah. Everything was closed. So you're in this, uh, you know, capital of one of the capitals of Europe and um, everything is closed and everybody is like staying away from you. And um, uh, you're just trying to figure out what's where. And, and it was kind of metaphorically for me, it was also walking through a forest and mm, yeah. finding my way around it and exploring the terrain. Um, and, and kind of the, the uh, land, the, the space became a theme of this album. So as I was writing music and trying to figure out how to uh, link it together, this, this book was kind of um, 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 became a, a th thematic link and I really enjoyed reading it. And I thought, well, that would be an interesting way to talk about the environment is if you based it on, on the sci-fi book. Um, and also, um, and then I had to kind of, um, like I said, the, 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 the space, the place became um, a, a theme in the album, you know, the forest, the exploration, the kind of, um, and, and to the idea of like, oh, why, why are we doing, where are we and uh, uh, to what end are you doing this? And, and there, there, you know, um, I had these sort of um, uh, questions about uh, uh, the relationship of uh, men to the uh to the environment you know and the album mm. became kind of essentially about the uh the destructive nature of um people you know humans relationship to to the environment um <clears throat> yeah and at the same time back in in the us uh you know um forests were burning mm. and the sky mm. was orange in LA and there was also these riots as a result of you know George Floyd uh, mm. murder mm. and mm. um and just a lot of like social anxiety and upheaval and um yeah and this just seems, seems very um apocalyptic mm. um and so and this also this this um um also had influenced kind of the the mood um, of the of the music mm. um, and uh, the sound, um, yeah. And uh, I, um, you know, uh, the going back to the book and the theme of it. Um, I guess, um, yeah. It's uh, I said that it follows the story um, of the book, um, but it also deviates. Uh, in some cases, I had taken uh, quotes and adapted them. Uh, to uh, to the songs and they, they were kind of performed that way, narrated. Um, at other times I would reach out to uh, my, uh, what would become my collaborators, the singers on the album, and I would present them with a quote from a book and say, this is the idea for the, for the album. Mm -hmm. um, read this quote and let that be a prompt for your lyrics. Oh, um, wow. 
and then um, uh, from from there they were able to kind of um, do do their thing, you know, and write whatever they would would write. Wow. Um, but they were inspired by um, the quote, as at least you know that was the launching pad for the for the lyrics. Um, so in some ways it's it's loosely based. In some ways it's thematically uh, follows the story, which is basically yeah there are these calamities that take place um, as a result of the administration's um, uh, kind of uh, irresponsible policies and uh, this this uh, kind of um, violent scientific um, inquiry research into this this the forest um and the, yeah these environmental calamities that take place and uh, as a result uh the uh you know the the area becomes uninhabitable becomes you know in on the albums badlands mm-hmm. um and uh, uh the 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 administration has to seal off the area and then evacuate um and, but uh at the end um the the nature um, prevails anyway because it takes the nature always takes its course and no matter what it would it will continue and so that's the you know the culmination is the idea of the surpassment which is something that appears in the novel as well the idea that um, no matter what um, you know things will continue it might not continue the same we we, we may have done damage uh, but uh, you know uh, with or without us the nature will persist. Instead of telling ourselves tales, we need to thoroughly prepare for an exit. At 2200 hours, there will be a radiological alarm and an earthquake. At 2300 hours, an emergency meeting with on-duty personnel will be called. At 2400 hours, there will be a general evacuation. Tell us a bit about your musical beginnings. Let's talk about Theodore as you are. Tell us a little bit about your sort of growing up with music. When did you get into, uh, you're a guitarist, right, primarily? Uh, yeah, guitarist. I uh, also uh, play percussion um, and uh, I was part of a percussion ensemble at some point and in, in, in my um, Chicago band, Radiant Devices, I play uh, both guitar and uh, this found object percussion. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I guess um, like many people, uh, got into music in high school, late middle school, high school. Uh, was um, in a in a band in high school, not a very good band. But um, what it did was it um, showed me that um, it's possible to uh, be a, a participant um, and not only like a consumer, you know, just a, mm. a listener. Um, but also a participant in, in music and creating and, um, um, and making it. Um, and that was uh, kind of, a, um, I don't know, uh, a moment of um, teenage revelation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and around that time, I discovered um, uh, some, you know, experimental music, particularly like what would uh, a lot of people called industrial music. Um, yeah, particularly uh, that of um, this German band, Einstürzende Neubauten, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, later, a little later, uh, Skinny Puppy. And I think <sighs> um, both um, have uh, uh, sh- like demonstrated or when I heard them, I was just like blown away by the fact that um, there's so much more um, uh, width or, or uh, breadth to um, to to music and the sound than what I was used to until that point, which was more of a traditional like rock uh, kind of a setup, you know, the drums, the guitars, the basses, um, keys, you know, whatever. But but this was um, in the realm of just like completely um, something um, that I, I haven't I haven't considered or haven't thought about before, which is um, uh, using uh, you know. Um, objects that are non-musical for musical purposes and creating crazy electronic samples and and uh um yeah and uh um recording and manipulating sound in all sorts of uh ways and that just you know broadened my um horizons and i kind of at that point uh almost wanted to reject everything else you know and just um do that but um um, because that was like very exciting, you know. It's just mm. discovering uh, this—I uh, um, don't know—something, something new, and something <laughs> uh, very exciting. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, and then uh, um, later on, I, I met uh, my uh, collaborator on this uh, band I formed. Um, uh, her name is Mojde, um, and we met in in Chicago, and. Um, we started yeah this band. Um, it's also an electronic rock band, a little different from Hollow Frames, I would say, um, in in sound, but also um, in generally in like the same realm of electronic and and rock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've I've played in that band for a while. We've uh, we've done pretty well in Chicago. Um, wow, and uh, been involved in the music scene for for many years and. Um, yeah, and now, um, and you know, I was part of some other bands as well. I played percussion with this um, ambient goth singer, Rasplin. <laughs> I was part of an uh, uh, al- like alternative rock band called uh, Kelroy, which is really cool. They're in a Chicago band. But tell us about your other release that just came out not too long ago, right? Which is Ain't No Grave. The, the story of it, I mean, it's, it's a little more... Uh, the beginnings of it are a little, is a little more mundane. Um, I online I met a singer and uh, wanted to uh, do something uh, with with this uh, person, and uh, um, but um, they wanted to do uh, covers, and uh, they sent me a list of a um, bunch of covers that they were thinking about of singing, and I, I thought, oh, okay, um, of the ones that I I, I knew or. Um, gravitated to was and gravitated um in no grave was um uh like stood out and i was like okay cool that might be a cool thing to do you know just just like that you know um and i uh produced the the music uh put kind of my own kind of spin on on the song um and never end up ended up um working with this uh singer um uh, that just didn't happen but um I, the 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 tune was lying around and i thought well i really want to finish it like do something with it and reached reached out to uh, uh a friend i i know a uh, really great musician david saffron um she, he's also chicago based um 
and I presented him with the idea and, um, you know, uh, his voice, um, basically, I don't know, I, at one point I was just, it came to me like, oh, he would be perfect for the song, like the voice, the, 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 the kind of music that he usually, um, sings and creates as, um, it would be great. Um, so, uh, and then we just decided to, because, you know, it's a widely covered song and we wanted to kind of do, um, you know, a new spin on it, new, uh, something novel. Uh, we decided that might be cool to re, uh, make the lyrics, you know, it's a traditional song. Many people have covered it. I mean, it's gone through just like a lot of traditional songs, you know, they, they evolve and mm. they've got, go through different iterations, um, you know, um, that's the nature of kind of the folk music. Um, and, uh, yeah. And he proposed this idea of doing a remake, a lyrical remake of it. And instead of a, a gospel tune, uh, we made it into a, a murder ballad mm. and it's about uh, police brutality and corruption, um, where a kid is, uh, murdered by a corrupt cop and uh, years later, um, they have to literally exhume, you know, his body uh, to bring the corrupt cop to just to justice. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that backhoe sound, I'll rise right out of the ground. Ain't no way to hold my body down. I've just begun the eighth grade when a deputy restrained me. Out of the man's needles, I was found. Ain't no So what are your sort of plans or ambitions on that side of things? Uh, yeah, I think uh, what I'm, uh, I guess, looking for um, is to, well, I'll con obviously I'll continue my uh, Hall of Frames project, whether it is um, with uh, one-off collaborations or whether it's with, um, you know, somebody on a more long-term basis collaboration. Anyway, that will continue and I'll put out another um, record um, eventually soon enough mm -hmm. uh, but yeah in the meantime I also want to you know look into uh, get involved or start uh, a project uh, uh, here in Berlin and uh, you know play play live record and be just be involved into in, in music and in the in the scene yeah so right now just uh, uh, trying to meet people um, mm. Uh, in with various uh, ways, I mean, you know, online <laughs> finding mm -hmm. online, various online uh, platforms where um, I can meet uh, people and uh, um, you know jamming and seeing where things go. Yeah. So release coming up, meeting new people, or you're going to release more music for sure. Mm -hmm. Meeting new people and hopefully getting out and playing live. Um, where can people find out more about you? Where's the best place to follow everything that's going on with, well, Fyodor as a person, but also Hollow Frames? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess uh, on Instagram uh, at Hollow Frames. Um, and then 
um, you know, you can um, write me an email, <laughs> holoframes at gmail. Um, any, uh, I guess my music is on Bandcamp, uh, SoundCloud, you know, Spotify, all those uh, places. Um, yeah, I'm not as active on Facebook, so I would say Instagram would be uh, the, the best way. I have to ask you a standard question that I know Chris will shoot me for if I don't ask. He's not here this week because at time of recording, he's, he's got a gig, an actual paid gig supporting a, uh, a rather big German rock band somewhere. So he's off doing that. All right. On. So that's cool. Um, and, uh, but he would kill me if I don't ask you this because we like to finish on the same question. If as a musician, there is one thing you couldn't live without, in making music, whether that's recording, producing, playing, whatever, whatever it is, one piece of equipment, what would it be? Consider this the sort of question, if you were running out of a burning house and you could save one thing mm. musical, what would it be? Yeah, I would say um, uh, I play, um, I, um, you mentioned um, I play guitar and uh, I play um, with a lot of sound effects. Mm. Um, and uh uh, I'd say the I would grab my pedal case. <laughs> really. Good answer. Um, because I think I have a very um, fine collection of um, awesome guitar pedals that I'm really attached to. <laughs> Any in particular um, that you really love? There, give us some examples for the geek listeners. Oh, for the geek, yeah. Well, one... Um, well, I have uh, this uh, fuzz pedal from this... Um, um, manufacturer um devi ever um and uh uh she is um she's been around since the 90s but very kind of um um hasn't um produced uh, uh been a kind of a one of the earlier i guess boutique uh, you know brands of of pedals and mm -hmm. um yeah it's a very wild noise maker um and it has like a this joystick where you can um, shift between the two different fuzz effects and uh, the intensity and it creates a lot of really uh, cool noise um, a lot of it you <laughs> can hear on the album <laughs> what is that pedal um, called by the way uh, it's uh, called synth mangler the by, synth mangler wow uh, by uh, devi ever wow um and then yeah i have a you know um a lot of really cool ones from earthquake devices. Um, and, uh, um, there's another company called, um, Dwarfcraft devices. They're from, um, uh, I have to say, um, oh, Iowa. Um, anyway, also very small, uh, kind of a pedal company manufacturer, and they also make really wild noise, uh, um pedals that you can just you know spend a whole day <laughs> playing around with wow the settings. <laughs> i'm just looking while you're explaining Ooh. i've never seen these before these boutique store made by a husband and wife um couple oh wow they're incredible thank you so much for this theodore it's been a lovely conversation yeah i, pr I appreciate you taking interest in the project you know my home.